Good evening, and welcome to another episode of Don't Fuck With The Original. I'm your host, Casper. <laughs> you sounded like a... Like, I didn't know we were doing all that. Um, and this, I was feeling a little vampirish. That's all right. Um, and this is your other host, Becky Gremlin. I got all lost. It's okay. Here to bring you all things spoopy on Wednesdays because... Wednesdays are for podcasts. <laughs> okay. And every day is for spooky. Every every day is for spooky. I'm going through puberty. Like, I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> so guys, what's up? It's it's July eighth. You don't even know what day it is. I, I was like, I don't. Even, I feel like everybody feels that way right now. Um. This so year. I just uh wanted to say to you guys that I have a new tattoo and it's Midsummer and Ari Aster liked it and I'm still fangirling about it to be honest with you because I love him and I just same. I'm like, oh my god, Ari Aster liked my tattoo. I even told my tattoo artist. I messaged her and I was like, the director of the movie liked the tattoo, and she was like, that's amazing. And I was like, I just want you to know that you're appreciated. Well, yeah, I mean, that says a lot. That says a lot to her as an artist. She's already great anyway, but yeah, I mean. Shout out to my tattoo artist. I'm not going to say her name because I don't know if that's okay, but shout out to my tattoo artist. I will be getting, well, I have a different tattoo artist, but um, I'll be getting mine next Friday. So, yeah. And it's midsummer because this is our bestie tattoos. And then we're going to get it. I'm, what I'm going to do is I'm going to get a picture of, of them together and then post it and tag Ari so he can see that we actually, like, not only did I get mine, but we got best friend tattoos. Movie is amazing. Amazing. So, guys, today we are talking about another haunted location. It is Lake Shawnee Abandoned Amusement Park located in West Virginia super spoopy place guys i uh you know there's a lot of people that have actually been like we're really looking forward to this because a lot of people have heard about it i personally have not so so i found out about it um if anybody this show has been on forever at least the last 10 years but um there's two incarnations of it on cable uh currently on the travel channel actually you can even watch episodes on prime if you have them too it's most terrifying places and most terrifying places in America. I have heard of those. <clears throat> and a specific episode of most terrifying places in America back in 2010 listed Lake Shawnee Haunted Amusement Park in its top 10 most haunted places in America out of any episodes they had done. They listed it in the top 10. Hmm. So that's how I found out about this place. Just randomly watching the show and... I had heard about it and I thought this is so fucking creepy. Like how insane in literally in the middle of the woods, in the middle of West Virginia, there's just this old abandoned amusement park that is also extremely haunted, extremely haunted ever since, uh, the park itself shut down in, um, the sixties, there's been, reports of hauntings ever since it's only five hours away from here just to, if you didn't know. fyi just saying <clears throat> just saying at some point um low-key i'd like to go just saying uh high-key i'd like to go <laughs> <laughs> well the other thing that i told you too that made it really cool for me especially the imagery of it if you guys google it or if you saw the uh pictures on social media of it is that it almost kind of gives off a creepy kind of Chernobyl vibe too. Mm-hmm. Cause you know, there's always that famous picture. Well, God, that the pictures see. that they, that I posted or that you even see it just, it looks yee. Well, there's that abandoned, you know, like Ferris will mm-hmm. and everything and Pripyat where Chernobyl happened. So it gives off a lot of that vibe too. Cause mm-hmm. it looks like you're just imagining like ghostly children, like still riding the rides in the afterlife. And those images have always creeped <clears throat> me the fuck out. That one I posted today with the sign, the picture of the uh, bumper cars. That was creepy. That was very creepy. <clears throat> yeah. That's what gave me the like Chernobyl mm-hmm. feel and the Ferris wheel too. So... Ferris wheels just freaked me out anyway, but that's a whole nother story. I'm terrified of heights, so I don't do Ferris wheels. I don't like heights, but for some reason, but for some reason, my favorite ride at Kings Island is that the one seeker. 
because it's super, super relaxing to me. So everyone's probably like, the fuck is the one seeker? So you guys know regular carnival swings, like the swings that go around in a circle and there's a bunch of them. Uh, this thing is that really high up. See, I used to always think that was cool. Yeah. The swing thing that, and it goes up and swings you around. I used to like that. It's super, see what they do is they play very beautiful, like orchestral music while you're up there. So to me, it's super relaxing. I can't look up. Like while I'm sitting there, I cannot look up. If I look up, I freak the fuck out. Um, Funny story, when I was in junior high, a girl I was friends with lost a pair of shoes. They had those slide-on flippy flops, and she was, like, kicking her feet, and they went, bloop, bloop, both of them, gone. Like, flew across the park. God (laughs) God fucking knows. They could have ended up in Jabberjaw 5 out in the fucking parking lot somewhere. (laughs) Who knows? Just, Just to give a reference to where that came from. So, if anybody lives in America, I'm sure you guys know, you guys have probably heard about Kings Island in Ohio, and previously, when I was a kid, Kings Island was just regular Kings Island. Now it's owned by Cedar Fair, but mm-hmm. back in the day, it's actually changed hands. At one point it was owned by Paramount. But when I was a little, little kid, it was just Kings Island and where the kid rides were, it was all Hanna-Barbera themed, if anybody remembers Hanna-Barbera. Oh my God. I didn't go Flint- to Kings Island when it was that. Flintstone. Oh yeah, I did. Flintstone. Hanna-Barbera. Yeah. Right. So, uh, I remember it, was the Bam Bam, it was the Bam Bam bumper cars. Where the oh, bumper cars yep. were. They were Bam Bam and Dino, Bam Bam bumper cars. Yeah. Well, the parking lot used to be Hanna-Barbera themed. Mm. So there was literally like a, oh, what was the one? Oh, there were like the characters back in those old cartoons where it was like, exit, stage right. And like those, and you would be like Jabberjaw five. So they were literally, so like Rick and I still say that to this day. That's like our joke. If, especially if we're somewhere that has a big big ass parking lot. Jabberjaw Five. We say we're parked in like Jabberjaw Five. Now it's just the names of the roller coasters. Now it's just the, is that is that the names of it now? Because see they've but they when they haven't hands the the, the where you park because the parking lot obviously is huge. It's an amusement park. So it's over the years that the park has changed hands. They've always changed the themes. So I'm sure over the years they've they've well, guys they I haven't have been to Kings Island in ten years. So I, I can't they have any um, rides anymore. They're called it's still called like Face Off, and that's not the name of the ride anymore. Now it's yeah. in Vertigo. So it's like um And it was Face Off when Paramount bought it out because when Paramount bought it out, they opened new rides and gave rides names of Paramount movies. Like there was a Tomb Raider ride and it was based oh, that on was the, such a great ride, dude. Amazing. I didn't like when I went upside down, but ride. otherwise I was like, Tomb Raider's my shit. Dude, that was a great ride. When I found out they had a Tomb Raider ride, I lost my mind. Uh, same. I was like, <laughs> excuse me? I was down. Lara Croft, please. <laughs> it was it was a, that was a they had ride. Top Gun yeah Top Gun was one um, which is now the Bat and then Face Off again that because mm-hmm. that was a, that was a Paramount movie um the where the Tomb Raider ride is now there's nothing all it is now is a cave for the haunt it's the wax cave so like when you go in there it's um so there's no ride in there there's anymore? no ride in there anymore. No, it's nothing now. Now it's just uh, the wax cave. So basically it's like, the thing funny about the wax cave is though, is like when you go in there, mm-hmm. you're trying How to figure out if something's real. How long has been gone? It's I, been a long time. I feel old as fuck. <laughs> it's been a long time since it's been gone. Because I don't even know. Basically when they exchanged, when ago. Paramount sold it, it was gone. Okay. I also miss... When Paramount owned it because they played movie soundtracks. Yes. And every and the, time you would wait in line. And how different movies. was that? So fucking. I remember awesome. hearing Jurassic Park theme and fucking. Uh, what, do you remember when the Italian job was the Italian job? And now it's yeah. stunt track. Yeah. I'm like, no. Yeah. It's Italian job. It's always going to be Italian. Although I do have to commend them for bringing back the old antique cars. I love those. Oh, they did bring those they back. They brought them back, yeah. Now, the old Viking ship, has that been gone? That's still there. That's still there. That ain't still there. fucking go away. No, it ain't. That thing is I just, can't ride that shit. That I will thing throw up been, all yep, over. That's why nope. I can't ride anymore either. Because uh, <laughs> that about happened the last time. 
My brother used to always stand up and terrify me that he was going to tip over the side. And I'm like, yeah, that's all we need. <laughs> that's what we need. Me puking, you falling over the <laughs> side. It's fucking great. Just causing a Never chaos. Never coming back here again. They did come out with the Orion this year. The, the new ride. Yeah, yeah. I watched um, on Local 12 on Facebook. They had put a GoPro on it. And you could watch it on the GoPro. Damn. And I was like, that fucking hill took at least 30 seconds to go up. No. And it's like, almost like straight up. And then when you look down, I'm like, there's no track! I can't even see the track! Because it's that straight down. You can't even see the track. I actually like that, but I see, I, I love roller coasters. I was a roller coaster fiend back in the day, but I do not. I have a plethora of back problems now, so there is yeah. no, there is absolutely with my back, there's no fucking way I could ever, and Although, my neck, my shoulder, everything. I have to say the banshee my was neck. so bad. Sorry, I hate that song. Finish, finish, keep going. I actually don't like that song, but <laughs> well, you were getting to the good stuff. Right? <laughs> <laughs> the banshee, I did ride the banshee. Uh, before I stopped riding roller coasters, and uh, that ride was very smooth. Oh my god, it was so smooth. Yeah, there were roller. Some of those back in the day were not the, the vortex. The vortex was not the son of beast. I think put people in the hospital. That shit was so bad. Nope. That's where. That's where the well, banshee they tried is to now. Make a loop in a wooden roller coaster without giving it metal supports, and you couldn't do that. Yeah, no. And then when they finally did put metal supports in there, it just it just had. And then they took the problems. loop out, and yeah. then everyone was like, "Well, this is boring now because yeah. there's no loop." So they replaced it with the banshee. With ride. the banshee, right? Yeah. And it's actually really cool because when you're walking up to the banshee, there's a graveyard, and it says "Son of Beast," like it has, like it's Aww. an ode to the Son of Beast. I'm like, that's neat. That's very cool. That makes me feel old. I'm so sad though I'm because so old. no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> this year we're probably not going to get to do any Halloween shit. Oh, yeah, I don't even want to talk about it. Guys, the one year where I finally, I faced my fear of haunted houses, and I was so stoked this year to finally hit up some haunted houses, and yeah, it's probably not going to happen. Bitch, you thought. Wear masks! Jesus. And that's the tea. Not that difficult. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys, so to get started after our... 15 minute rant on King's Island. Um, so well, it was about amusement parks. So I mean, it true, kinda, very it true. Counts. It, it happens. It, it's it. See, we always actually get back around to the main topic. King's Island is haunted. If you guys have seen very um, haunted the the Ghost, Ghost Hunters, Hunters episode. episode, that when you're on the train, of course, not everybody's. Everyone's like, what train? There's a there's a train ride that kind of takes you all through the park and even the water park. Um, there's one little area that's like oldish looking and it's the oldest part of the park and it's like dressed up all old timey and looks like an old, old town. And there are, you can see it from when you go whitewater rafting. Yep. You can. Yeah. Um, there is a little girl that haunts that area. Um, and then they say that the area, like when you first walk in, there's this huge like building looking thing that you go under to get in. Uh, that's actually reserved for um, parties with, like, work parties. You can you can have, like, little wedding get-togethers up there, whatever. Uh, that area is said to be haunted, haunted, too. Well, <clears throat> our, um, it links back to uh, our, uh, uh, oh, Lord, gunpowder. Yeah, our Peter, Peter Cartridge gunpowder Same factory. area. It's, it's the, the same, same area. exact area. You can, you can <clears throat> hear the explosion, the, the little... The milk or uh, little Miami that runs along there creek runs down to the same property where Kings Island is, and they're off very near where Kings Island is because they also touch on this a little bit in Ghost Hunters. There's a cemetery that's over there, mm-hmm. and some <clears throat> and the people that were killed in that explosion were workers. They were buried in that cemetery, so there's also that connection. With the gunpowder factory in Kings Island. So yeah, Kings, yeah. Another amusement park, not abandoned, but definitely fucking haunted. Ooh, Kings Island abandoned would be weird. That would be super, that'd be <laughs> post apocalyptic 28 days later shit. Especially because they uh, sued to be open. 
So, all right, guys. So, Lake Shawnee Amusement Park was actually cursed from the start. They were crippled long before local entrepreneur Conley Snido broke ground for the circular swing. At least that's what most locals think. At Whoa. <clears throat> Sorry. <coughs> Ask anyone familiar with the area and they'll tell you no one should have turned the grassy field into a carnival. But most things seem obvious in retrospect. When Snido purchased the property during the 1920s, he had no idea it had witnessed decades of bloody unrest. Um, I wanted to also point out that we are using a site. Um, visit mercercounty.com. And then slash uh, Lake Shawnee Abandoned Amusement Park. Uh, this actually had a lot more information than Wikipedia did as far as going into detail about the history of the place. So I just wanted to cite where we were, what we were using. Well, yeah, because Mercer <laughs> County in, in West Virginia is essentially where the southern part of West Virginia is where Lake Shawnee Amusement uh, Park is located. Mm-hmm. Lake Shawnee's restless past originates in the 18th century. During the late 1700s, Mitchell Clay brought his young family out west. They established an 800-acre farm and raised 14 children. Y'all ever heard of birth control? I'm just kidding. That's the 18th century. No. <laughs> <laughs> what they did. Tragedy struck the Clays in 1783. A Native American tribe slew two of the children while Mitchell was out hunting. They kidnapped one of the boys, Ezekiel, only to burn him at the stake. Clay retaliated. With the help of other settlers, he tracked down several Native Americans and killed them. The scarred homestead was never the same. Now, it should, um, you know, it should be said that, uh, basically the Shawnee Indians, which is why this is called Lake Shawnee, the Shawnee Indians were, were prevalent in this part of the country at that time. This was actually their land. I know a lot of people don't like to hear the fact that there were children murdered, and obviously that that's not right how you cut it, but if you want to play devil's advocate, these were people on stolen land, and the Shawnee Indians didn't, didn't have it. There's actually a, a really great article that I pulled from the Princeton Times that said that prior to 1775... This area that the Clay family lived in was called Clover Bottom, and it belonged to a name a man by the name of John Draper, who picked up the parcel of land as a reward after his service in the French and Indian War. He later deeded the farm to Mitchell Clay, and uh, of course his family began moving into the area. It was actually in 1775. Mm -hmm. um, but then, of course, the Shawnee Indians did not recognize the white man's deed. You know, that in their eyes, that was their land, so they didn't care how Draper or Clay felt one, one way about it or another. So for approximately eight years, the Clay family lived in that area before, like Casper stated in 1783, um, there was, it was actually an 11-man <clears throat> party. Um, so there were three of his children. It was Bartley, basically the... A few, they snuck up on Bartley and Tabitha Clay as they were uh, uh, over by like a creek bed, river riverbed, like basically cleaning clothes, getting water, things like that. And they snuck up on them. And uh, Bartley, they, they started to attack Bartley and they were in the process of scalping him when Tabitha ran to his rescue and they stabbed her repeatedly and they killed her. They did scalp Bartley and killed him. And that's when they kidnapped Ezekiel and uh, they tortured him and he eventually succumbed to his wounds. And um, not long after is when uh, Mitchell Clay led an attack on uh, the Shawnee that murdered his children, um, murdered most of them, but then was able to come to an agreement with the leader of this specific Shawnee tribe. And even though Ezekiel was dead, they did allow him to have Ezekiel's body so that it was given a proper burial so that Ezekiel was in what they said, a Christian burial back then. So I know it's kind of one of those things. I mean, I just, when I was looking up more in the history into it, you know, you hate to hear anything like that about children, but 
you know, it's the it's the ugly reality of this country. This country is on <clears throat> stolen land. It is not our you know, land. Think about it from this point of view. It wasn't their land, so the Native Americans, this this was their home. Think about it if you were them. And someone just literally what think about it even in this this think about it now in modern times. Someone walks into your home and is like, This is mine. And you're like, uh, no, excuse me, this is mine. I was here first. And it's and like, then, no, 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 but this is mine. And it's like, but but no, but And, and then they're, they're like, like, well, okay, let's go to war for it. And you're or, like Or or you or or what they like what a lot of these people, these deniers, I I like to call them, they try to act like, oh well, you know, there were treaties and we So I have to split a quarter of what I already own with people that invaded my fucking house. Like, why do you like, yeah, okay. I know this is your house and I know I came into your house, but well, look, we'll give you, we'll give you the two back bedrooms, but we, we, we'll keep the rest of the house. Wait, what kind of fucking deal is that? And it's like, well, it's either that or we're going to go to war and we're going to kill and massacre your entire family, your entire tribe and commit mass genocide to the point that there is no record left of your family's existence. Okay, well, I'll keep these two rooms and you can have the rest of the house. That's basically what happened. For any of these people that want to jump down my throat for not celebrating the 4th of July, y'all can get the whole fuck out of here anyway. Well, all countries matter. I mean, they do. (laughs) So, yes. Especially Sweden. Uh, (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Especially. And Australia. Y'all got some good beer, but I ain't fucking with your bugs down there. Y'all got some crazy ass I feel like Germany has the best beer. But they eat steak and eggs for breakfast in Australia, and I'm kind of down with that, like, every day. (laughs) I'm kind of also into that. (laughs) I am also a fan of this. (laughs) Do not call me this. (laughs) Meathead. Do not call me this. So, uh, the clay property didn't actually any... The clay property didn't actually attract any... Why? She's like, I can't talk. It's okay. It happens. I keep adding the word any, and it's not there. <laughs> and I'm like, why? <laughs> My brain's like, any, any, no, any. No. <laughs> no. The clay property didn't attract much notice until the 1920s. That's when Snido appeared with his rides and attractions. Circular swings, a water slide, a dance hall, a speakeasy. He also added a pond and swimming hole, complete with canoes. I did want to add real quick that uh, C.T. Snido, he purchased that site in 1926 for 25 cents an acre. So I just wanted to mention with everything that Casper mentioned, you got to think about how huge that property is. And he only purchased it for 25 cents an acre back in 1926. So he literally got a deal. But it makes you wonder, did he know anything about the Do you know what's actually really funny is that, that a lot of places for that, cheap? that you get for a crazy ass deal are haunted. Yeah. <laughs> So but see, this it is really my ass. You, it really, if really I makes found, you think. Like these motherfucking castles that are selling for like forty and fifty grand, I'm like, bitch, what's living in there? Because <laughs> um, you're not gonna find a castle like that. Yeah, I'm like, what's for in fifty that grand? House? What is living in that? Also, my ass would find the house that's really nice, and got a deal on it and I'd be like I'm gonna do some research because if a nice ghost lives here bitch I'm gonna move in because honestly I want a haunted house I it's want like to live besties. I want to live in a haunted house but I also am like it has to be one that I can like I would have to visit the house first I would have to make sure we're compatible like I know you're here you know I'm here we're gonna be friends if you need to let me know you're here every once in a while you can throw a cup you can do what you need to do but we're gonna we're gonna both live here. I legit would love to live in a haunted house, like straight up. I know I would too. Like not even joking. <laughs> I mean seriously, like I said, it would be like you basically have a ghost bestie, and I'm like, why the fuck not? Right? It'd be like, come over and visit me and 
Wilma. <laughs> I don't know why Wilma that would, happened. That would be an appropriate. You got the you got the fucking Flintstones in my head, and I'm over here like Wilma. And if it was like, I mean, that's a that's a pretty de- that's a pretty decent like 18th century name. I feel like that's that would be that would be a pretty appropriate name if you happen to live in a house that was built in like the 17th 18th century. Wilma. Oh, Wilma. Every time something goes wrong. Oh, Wilma. Oh, I did want to mention, I did want to mention really quick if people uh, kind of wanted to get an idea of what happened um, to the Clay family after all of this. Uh, So there's actually on the courthouse um <clears throat> steps of the mercer county courthouse in west virginia there's actually a uh, statue commemorating mitchell and his wife phoebe clay um it's called the agony and stone and it was dedicated to the memory of their three children bartley tabitha and ezekiel that were lost in august of 1783 um so it was actually the they took ezekiel actually didn't die in west virginia when they captured his body after they killed tabitha and bartley they dragged ezekiel all the way to chillicothe ohio which would now be chillicothe ohio and uh he was tortured and burned at the stake and that's when uh after he after mitchell led his attack he was able to uh, go up there and retrieve the body so that the they were given a proper burial. But um, they did, the family did ultimately leave <coughs> that property, obviously. You know, they didn't want to stay there anymore after everything happened. Um, it was very difficult for Phoebe. Like, she all but had, you know, damn near a nervous breakdown, and uh, they... They pick up. They picked up and and left the area. They definitely didn't stay. Um, I don't blame them not one bit. Um, Mitchell Clay actually died in eighteen eleven. Uh, they moved to Virginia, so just nearby one state over. And uh, yeah, he died in eighteen eleven. He was seventy seven years old at the time. So, yeah, I just kind of wanted to, I, I knew I had found some backstory about uh, what had happened to them after the murders. Um, Phoebe lived to be 68. Uh, she also died in Virginia. So, yeah, like, you know, it's just, it's one of those things. Like I said, it's a tragic thing, but um, I'm just, you know, just in case anybody was curious, like, oh, well, what happened to the rest of the family? Yeah, Phoebe just definitely, you know, obviously they had, 11 other children to take care of so uh not only dealing with that but just the grief overall of having to deal with happened to three of their children they just couldn't live there anymore so the property was abandoned for for i mean even so you got to think uh yeah it didn't even like i said it didn't even come into notice until the 1920s yeah so you're there's just land abandoned for damn near 150 almost 150 years just sat abandoned in in pretty much the middle of nowhere so there there has since been i don't know how old this is but if you google it you can see a plaque there's a plaque on the site of where uh where it's believed historically where the actual cabin sat like where the actual murder or kidnapping of Ezekiel would have happened. Um, but yeah, as far as I know, there was nothing on that property. I mean, yeah, nothing would have survived much if there was anything 150 years later. It's been 150 years and I can still smell the fresh paint. <clears throat> so my phone glitched. Here we go. So at some point, things started to go wrong. And this is, again, this is going back to when, um, after Snydow had put in his swings and water slide at a dance hall and whatnot, um, like Shawnee fans know the facts intimately. A little girl died on the swings and a boy drowned in the pond. All told, roughly six visitors died during the amusement park's brief history. In 1966, the attraction was abandoned. 
The cheerful turquoise, red, and green rides slowly faded and flaked. Before too long, their rusty skeletons surrendered to the restless undergrowth. So, it wasn't even open. It was open like 40 years, and it was closed. I wasn't able to get any information exactly when the little boy drowned in the swimming pool. Um... Or about the four other, because like I said, there was the boy that drowned in the swimming pool, and or like you said, and the little girl that died on the swing ride. Um, and then there were four other murders, or deaths, rather. Uh, so six in total, and I wasn't able to get any information really a lot about those, or when the boy drowned in the swimming pool. But um, the reason why I wanted to mention the little girl for now, because apparently she is still a big part of uh, a lot of the uh, current hauntings that have been reported even since um, on the property. So it it actually happened in 1953. The little girl was on the swing ride and uh, there was a soda truck that had backed up and got stuck in the mud And when it got stuck and they couldn't push it out, as she was swinging around, she swung and slammed right into the stuck truck and died instantly. And uh, she, the reason why I wanted to mention her specifically is because I did have information of the date of what had actually happened in 1953 and the fact that she is still haunting and she's one of the the most famous purported hauntings around this place you always see a little blonde girl in a white dress that's sad that's supposed that's supposedly this little girl that's sad yeah i couldn't even imagine dying like oh my god that's terrible That's that's a really horrific way it's like that person at king's island i don't think they died but didn't they lose their foot yeah on drop zone no, that didn't happen at King. That that was that was at King's Dominion. That was at the one in Kentucky, I think. One happened in King's Island. Oh, it did too. Lit, the the cord got wrapped around their foot somehow, and when it dropped, oh, okay. it ripped right. their foot You're off. Right. Yeah, all the more reason not to get on those fucking rides. Uh, yeah. I road drop zone, and I'm never doing it again. Yep. Nope. I that was. Have, and... I think I lost twenty years of my life. Right. God. So after twenty years, another businessman approached Lake Shawnee. Gaylord White, first of all, if you have the name Gaylord, you... Makes me think about Meet the Parents. Because right? he was Gaylord Fokker. That was the first thing that made me think of that. Gaylord! Uh, he thought the Sleepy Meadows seemed ideal for future neighborhoods, but as construction crews tore into the grass and soil, they unearthed bones and Native American artifacts. Listen, when you start unearthing that shit, you put it right the fuck back. No. because (laughs) ancient indian burial grounds um not good to put anything on it because you know what's really funny is when you watch stuff about haunted things and immediately when they say it was on an indian burial ground everyone goes ah yep there it is yeah it's just kind of like oh (laughs) yeah yeah that's why it's haunted it's exactly i need to know nothing else it turned out the amusement park sat atop an ancient burial ground. Most of the skeletons belonged to children. That's even more fucked up. Archaeologists believe the remains had been there long before the settlers moved west. Do you think the family... What? Do you think the Clay family was also cursed? So, while the White family decided... Not- oh, I... Sorry, I did want to mention real quick. Uh, I found um, some pretty crazy information about that with the bodies being buried there. So, um, Mr. White purchased, uh, the area. Cause like they said, it was, uh, so the amusement park that, uh, was originally mm-hmm. open closed in 1966. The one that Sni- uh, Snide Out happened. So it was almost 20, exactly 20 years later. It was in 85. Um, so Mr. White was actually a former employee of Lake Shawnee Park back when he was a kid. So he thought it was really cool 20 years later to be able to have the money to buy it. And he had plans on reopening it in the summer of 87. Well, the archaeological dig that was done in 1988 uh, stated that there was, um, oh, sorry. Of course I lost my damn page. Um, The dig that was done in 1988 
uncovered numerous Native American artifacts as well as human remains in the property that had been buried prior to the arrival of Anglo-European settlers. A total of 13 skeletons were uncovered, and most of them were young children. Um, now, the other information I got is that it said it was done by the... Um, this website is actually called uh, lostamusementparks.org about Lake Shawnee Amusement Park. And uh, it gave information about the specific dig in 1988. It was the Marshall and Concord Colleges that did the joint dig in 1988. And they found Indian settlements that were circular in arrangement and the Indians that lived there for periods, for long periods of time, they think the settlement was abandoned several hundred years before the first white settlers arrived. Now, that could have even been prior to the Drapers getting there, who were there before Clays were. They found 13 skeletons, mostly of young children. There may be as many as 3,000 bodies of Native Americans buried throughout that entire property. That's a hard no. Hard, hard no. Yeah, so it is pretty safe to say that this area is really, really fucking haunted. So that's part of the reason why they think that um, uh, now I don't. Okay, now this article says that the clay children that were killed were actually buried behind the house. That was on that property. Um, so their bodies are, I, I, I never read anything where their bodies were moved, but the, the, the children that were, the clay children that were killed were buried also on that property, but that would have been behind the farmhouse up a hill where this specific excavation happened in 88 was right, right around the main area of the park. So this would have been like all throughout the where the uh park would have been in the 1920s. So and possibly even farther. So that's why they're saying that that's why I like that they stuck that in there that uh I mean, I'm a firm believer that if this was Native American land and always been a Native American land, indigenous land, um that specifically belong to the Shawnee, then that means that their cultural and familial history had been there for thousands of years. If there were, if there could have been as many as 300 bodies 3, uh, or 3000 rather around that property. I mean, that's that, yeah. that means that's their, that's their entire family heritage going back any number of years. That was their home to say like that was, that was their home. So yeah, that's just, but that that is interesting to think that even then, with white settlers being there, like, there could have been problems prior to the Drapers getting there. You don't know. Any white settlers that would have tried to, to settle on that property could, it, it's, I just firmly believe that anytime you see any place like this, I don't like to say quote unquote cursed mm -hmm. per se, unless you have actual evidence that there has been a cursed place. But I mean, come on a history like that. I mean, it's just got bad juju you act written like all over it. The entire country of America isn't an ancient I mean, ground. <laughs> Do we want to get into that? <laughs> I mean, we act like America's cursed or something. So the White family decided not to challenge fate. Instead of developing community lots, they left the burial ground and rides intact. Good for you. Mm -hmm. That means Lake Shawnee will continue to stand as a true Mercer County highlight. Don't just take our word for it. The Amendment Amusement Park has a trusted attracted attracted ghost hunters and paranormal experts for years in fact it ranks as the most one of the most terrifying places in america and like becky yep. said earlier it is declared one of the um top 10 most haunted places in the world visitors have heard hood visitors have heard footsteps mysterious chants listen I can understand. I can hear footsteps and be fine, and hear children and be fine. But hearing mysterious chants, I'd probably shit my pants. I mean, unless it's kumbaya, but honestly, kumbaya might terrify me too. 
Imagine if it was sang by a group of children. Dead kids in the middle of the woods. Yeah, no thanks. Yeah, I'm, no, that's good. No, <laughs> I'd be I'm like, you my arm, my lord. Thank you, my arm. <laughs> uh, sometimes one of the swings will move on its own. Nope. At one point, someone got locked in a shabby ticket booth, even though the doors don't actually yeah, lock. Yeah, no. So, no, sir, um, I don't like it. Just to let you guys know, it is private property. There are regular paranormal tours throughout the year. The owners can usually make a private arrangement for you if you give them a call. Um, I guess they have a dark carnival in October. You arrive at dusk, just as the bony trees and creaky rides turn into silhouettes. I like how they put that. People who visited the park when it was open or had their own strange encounters tell the stories, give tours, and light a bonfire. There's also a haunted trail through a corn maze, complete with creepy clowns. You can even camp out. Listen, this sounds fun. I want to do this, and we're not gonna, because COVID. <laughs> and then they give you some information, and ooh, these pictures. Yeah, these pictures are pretty dope. You guys need to check this out because the pictures are really cool. Um, it's Visit Mercer County Convention Visitors Bureau. And like I said, um, they have a little bit more information on there as far as actually booking a tour. But unfortunately, I'd say right now you cannot do that. So hopefully at some point it will be open again. Although it doesn't look like it happened in 2019. The, the Dark Carnival. I just clicked on it, and the last time they did it looks like 2018. Yeah, who knows if it still has... Uh, it could have just not been popular at the time, or... It looks like it goes from anywhere from $15 to $75. I'm thinking an overnight is $75, because that's like a usual going rate for most haunted places. It, for overnights is $75. Which, listen, it's pretty good because if, since we're going to Waverly next month, if it's yeah, anything it's like really it was for bad. the reformatory, uh, it was amazing because you got refreshments, um, you got to literally go wherever you wanted to go in the, in the entire building as long as it wasn't roped off or anything because, you know, safety precautions. But they literally just let you do what you want and if you're hungry or thirsty, you go get a snack and then you just keep hunt ghost hunting and stuff and... Just being in the building itself and walking around there at night, it's surreal. It's just absolutely surreal. And Waverly's going to be a, a trip. I have a feeling that Waverly's going to be a lot to take in. Like, the reformatory was one thing, but I have this overwhelming feeling that Waverly's going to be a lot. So, and it's also bigger. So, apparently Lake Shawnee does have a website. Um... <laughs> It's uh, www.d, or sorry, www.wv, so West Virginia, lakeshawnee.com, um, and it does give some information about scheduling tours. Um, it does have information about overnight and daytime tours. The, it looks like the overnight tours are $75, the daytime tours... I was gonna check and see how much those were. Those were actually thirty dollars. Oh, that's not bad. Um, what what was the what was the site again? It's W V as in Virginia, Lake Shawnee, S H W N E E dot com. Um, so thirty dollars for the daytime tour. Uh and they've got a phone number where you can call and and book it. Um it also looks like they have a merch store, which is fucking incredible. Oh, there's only one. One shirt they sell on there so far, but still. Cool. <laughs> One shirt. Hey, fuck it. Support. Absolutely. Buy the shirt. Why not? Um, so it looks like their Facebook has not been updated since May. Um, but it does look like last October in 2019, they did do the Dark Carnival. It looks really fucking creepy, too. <laughs> See, I've always wanted to do a... a Look how they fucking light it up. Isn't that terrifying? That's amazing. And that's by the ticket booth. Oh my god. That's what they did last year. We're going. All the way until uh, November. Oh, fuck this COVID shit. <laughs> November 1st through the 2nd. Or, uh, or November 2nd is when is the last day that they did it last oh, year. Oh, so if you go to the overnight one, 
It includes the day tour. Oh, cool. Okay, even better. Um, you'll be prompted to schedule a 2 p.m. tour for that day. Uh, the guests will be left in the park alone to take pictures and investigate until 10 a.m. the next day. You can bring tents, wood for campfire. You're basically camping out is what they're doing. You're yeah, camping you, out. Yeah, you're you're basically camping. All overnight experiences are refundable or non-refundable. Huh? That's what they told us at the reformatory. They were like, "Man, you leave, you leave. Like you don't get you don't get refunds." That is really cool. Yeah, so there is an email and a phone number. Um so if you don't actually schedule one of the visits and you want to do private visits, you can also make an appointment to do that too. But that would be really cool. I would I would even be interested in finding out at some point what one of the private visits would be. They have a I'm countdown to the Dark Carnival, but awesome. I don't know if that's going to stay the same. All oh, this shit's going to get canceled. Actually happen this year or not. Who maybe knows? because Probably maybe because not. it's outside and you know maybe you're not a like Waverly's not getting canceled. That's what I'm hoping is as long as there I mean if there's if there has to be rules in place of and wearing you know, a mask at Waverly is probably a smart idea anyway because you know as best as <laughs> uh yeah exactly so um I did find a quick picture of um where that uh plaque was actually placed um and it says in this field in 1783 two children of mitchell clay were killed by shawnee indians clay was the first white settler in mercer county yeah and see it's actually like on a stone thing kind of and then you can see the yeah man there is a lot of there's a lot of property all around this place it is just insane Um, i really think we should make a trip and go over there the only it looks like the only rides that are still left is a swing um the swing rides uh the ferris wheel and um it looked like there was a there was a uh, slide Mm -hmm. um but yeah, I would definitely want to go. I did want to mention uh, one of the sightings of the little girl, specifically the one that died in 1953. It actually happened. Um, uh, Mr. White, who owns the property, he first saw her not long after they had acquired the property, and he was actually mowing the mowing on his uh, riding mower, and he saw her, and uh, he. It was almost like she wouldn't let him finish mowing. Like she was standing in the way. And he's like, well, if you like this mower, you can have it. If you like the mower so much. So he left it there for her. And ever since, I mean, you're talking since late 80s, early 90s, it's sat there and it's just rusted over. And she plays on that tractor, apparently. There's still been... There were sightings even in 2010 when this Most Terrifying Places in America um, episode came out that there were sightings of her on the tractor, sitting on the tractor like she was playing with it. And then um, a few years later, one of the visitors saw the little girl near the same tractor, but she was in the white dress, but this time she was completely covered in blood. Damn. This guy saw an image of her. It was on one of the night tours. Oof. Shit. <laughs> she looked like a tiny little Helena. I was like, God damn. What? I know, right? Um, and now I know this wasn't on the um most terrifying places in America. I had read this somewhere and I can't remember, but before they uh filled in the swimming pool or swimming pond that the little boy back in the 50s, 60s drowned in. Before they closed up the park in 66. Uh, it is supposed to rain tonight, too. So if you hear rain, I was going to say it is supposed to it's rain. It's like spotty thunderstorms, probably. It's It's been looking real dark. That's why I've been looking out there. Um, I was going to say, where did I look? Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> before they filled in this swimming pond, like, they ended up filling it in with cement 
pretty shortly after the little boy died, even before they decided to close the park in 66, um, when Snydow owned it at the time, there was a lady, I think she had worked for the park and decided to go for a swim after they had closed. And she's like, well, let's just take one, let me just take one last swim before they decide to semen it up. What could it hurt? And she felt something grab her leg and try to grab and try to pull her under the water. Yeah. Baby, there's a shark in the water. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck that shit. Yeah, fuck that. So, yeah, it wasn't long after that that they ended up, you know, just... Nope. Saying fuck it. But who who knows if that little boy... what What if something... What if there was an ancient spirit? What if something reached up and fucking grabbed him? And that's what, that's what caused him to, to drown. Yeah. Like I said, any place, this goes back to even when we did our Bobby Mackey research and that place was the site of a a mass Indian massacre. Anytime you ever have land like that, it's stolen land. There's anger. There's, there's murders. There's, I mean, it was children. There's just there's just bad energy in that entire area, you know? And then the two and then six people die in the span of, you know, I know a lot of people may not, that may know, Oh, parks open for 40 years and only six people die. Yeah. But still six, six fucking people died. And, um, I don't know King's Island's record, but yeah, but I mean, it's very rare when someone dies. It's like, (laughs) come on now, six fucking people in 40 years. That's, 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 six too fucking many and you know so on top of that and then you know 20 years later when mr white gets the property and buys it and two years after he buys it in 88 they find three thousand bodies or um, close to three they found 13 bodies but but said that there could be close to three thousand bodies y'all that's a lot get the fuck out of here <laughs> I, like, I, I can't do that or I'm gonna fucking destroy my throat. I, like, I can't do it either. No, we're not. I was like, you guys will hear all the fucking phlegm. That will not be good. <laughs> we're like, <laughs> it's like, what happened? It's we're fine. Sorry. sorry, we're fine. Sorry. Well, that's all I had. Did you have anything, anything else to no, add? No, that was it. Just you know, like I said, I just thought this was just a really. It's. I'm really happy to hear that they're still open and in business and hopefully um, us doing this podcast will encourage people to want to go this year and uh, maybe, you know, hopefully they'll have a haunt, hopefully even just private tours, depending on how they do it. Just, you know, I don't know what the numbers are. We're in Ohio where, um, you know, our numbers are not great, but we're not in the top five worst and from what I saw the other day, my dad watches CNN. I don't fucking watch it, but whatever. And uh, I don't know what West Virginia's numbers are. Oh, God, people, just wear fucking masks, please, so we can just go back and live. Listen, if my life. Halloween night is fucked over, I'm a kill. And y'all don't want that. Well, I just also want some people to keep in mind because um, Horror Nights and podcast crystal posted something really or reposted something in her stories that really spoke to me and i'm i'm gonna be paraphrasing the hell out of it but basically what it says and this is just a known fact that actors um even more namely singers singers barely make any money off of their singles off of the record sales off of the single sale sells that's not what makes them money touring is what makes them money it's the same thing for actors and actresses they have to be able to actually work a job to make money and i know some people are like you know they're gonna think that oh they're just pretentious and it's like that's not stop these people literally are at a standstill for doing their jobs right now because we have the worst cases in the country or in the world. We are number, we always have to be fucking number one. So we have the worst cases in the fucking world and we literally can't people. Yeah. Yes. There's other jobs that have been affected, but like jobs like that, that are actually like bring people entertainment that they want 
to enjoy, you're not going to be able to do it ever if the fucking numbers don't come down. And it's just like, this is not a fucking political issue. This is just, this has gotten so far out of hand. It's to the point, you know, people that are flat out deniers of this thing are getting it. Shout out to the president of Brazil, you fucking moron. And I've heard he's a bitch ass. It's like, it's just, it's unreal. It's, it's, you know, I don't, I'm, oh my God, most of these fucking Karens out here spout this ignorant conspiracy theorist shit. And there's one particular person that I've decided, I'm not even going to name their name, that I've decided not even listen to anymore because they've just fallen completely off the fucking deep end with all of this. It's inciting ridiculous crap. If you want to think the earth is flat, I could give two fucks less. Just put a goddamn fucking mask on and stop acting like this is something fake and that this is QAnon and that this is some fucking conspiracy and whatever these fucking psychos say. Like, I'm so tired of this garbage. It's real. It's a virus. And if you have to put a fucking mask on to curve this, then wear a goddamn mask. It's not going to go anywhere, but we need to just lessen the numbers and get it under control so we can get a vaccine out there and start to regulate this the way they do the flu. You have a vaccine that you get every year, just like the flu. People are still going to get sick. People still may die from it, but, but it won't be, it'll be like the flu. It won't be anything like this where you're seeing like 3 million fucking people just in this country alone that fucking have it. And that's, Get out of here. Like, this is just, this is just getting, it's just getting ridiculous now. Like, wear a fucking mask. Ding. <laughs> like, literally. <laughs> it's, it's I'm really... sorry I had to jump on my rant, but like, I'm so done with people. I've just, I've fucking had it. Just wear a goddamn mask. It's, it's just not that difficult. And what's really cool is there are people out there making really neat masks where you can kind of be cool while you're doing it. You can get horror masks. You can get... Basically anything you're looking for kind of masks. And I think that's really neat. It's it helping. is raining. It is totally raining. Um, you know what? And that's that's my other thing. Buy a mask and help support a small business. Buy a mask and help support a black-owned business. Like, buy not only be safe and you can be fashionable, but you can also do a good <laughs> thing and fucking support support a business support people during a time where people don't have fucking jobs like that's the best thing you can if if you're able to obviously but um yeah that's the best thing you could do right now but yeah any any facial covering i don't even care i saw some idiot come out of the dispensary the other day that literally had half of a cardboard corona box tied across his face i don't even fucking care you know what he had a goddamn face he had a goddamn face facial covering on I don't care. I literally did not care. As ridiculous as that asshole looked, I didn't care. He had his face covered. That's it. Do uh, you could literally? I don't. We cra- just these crazy a vibe. These crazy face shields. The old bank robber bandanas. I don't care. I don't care. Just any a face type covering. Of face is face covering. covering. Just cover your damn face. Card cardboard beer box. There you go. Poke some, holes, poke some holes in it, tie, tie string around it. I feel like this is the time for us Halloween geeks, though. Because just wear a Halloween mask. God, I wish I could. I would. I, I'm tempted. Like, I'm about to fucking buy a Michael Myers mask and just walk around in that shit. I'm wearing a mask. Oh, that makes me sad. I don't know if you guys heard, uh, Halloween Kills got pushed a year. A year. So I'm waiting for The Conjuring 3. I'm waiting. It's gonna get pushed again. I don't mean to say again. It's gonna get pushed. That one was supposed to come out in October too, so it's probably gonna get pushed. But my selfish ass wants it now, but I also understand why they're doing it. And I can't be mad. Just gotta, just gotta accept it. Although I was really looking forward to that. (gasps) Anyway, so, um, guys, next week we are going to be talking about horror movies that start off great, but have terrible endings. Yes. 
Obviously, this is going to be a matter of opinion. Although I do think that we have we have we have chosen our top eight, and I think I'd say a lot of you probably are going to agree with a lot of these. Yeah, some of them you guys may not have seen. I mean, there's going to be some that aren't like super popular. Um, a couple of them, but there's also going to be some that you guys have definitely heard of. There's also, oh my God, there's going to be one in particular, please for the love of God, don't watch it at all. Um, I figured. You know which one I'm talking about. So yeah, I I think it'll pretty (laughs) much stand to say that there are movies that either people have already seen or they at some point will see and you will totally fucking agree with us these these aren't movies so there's something to be said about movies that just all around aren't very good but have bad endings but these are movies and you guys know because it's even been done outside of the horror genre like oh my god it's so promising it catches you from the start you're you're tied in you get to the middle of the movie you're like oh this is getting good this is getting good and then you're thinking oh man this is gonna tie up in the end and then they get to the end and you're like is that it I'm 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 waiting for the. Or why the <laughs> fuck would you do that? Like I could literally do five other fucking endings to this movie. I don't even know what the fuck that was. I didn't make any sense. And the turning, just so everybody knows, the turning is definitely not on this list because that didn't even have period. that didn't even have an ending, and the whole fucking movie was awful. So we actually named a few movies that were contenders but we were we ended up being like now nah, that movie all around is bad <laughs> yeah because you can't do movies that are just all around not good movies like right. where from start middle and finish you're just like the, the hell was this shit like <laughs> that's exact and that's exactly in my opinion what that movie was so yeah that movie was bullshit but yeah so, this one's this one i'm excited about. i'm excited to do this one too um so a word from our small sayer I'm sorry, I'm really enjoying the sound of the rain. I know, it's nice, actually. <laughs> Calm your body down. I know, as I was speaking of rain, I was like, this is a perfect is time nice. to jump in a bath with bath bomb. Um, it is, though. Guys, so... Did you get what I left you today? On your website? What? Oh, Nazi? you did? Thank you. I, I finally fucking remembered. That. It's not that I wouldn't do it. I literally couldn't remember. My... Gmail was like, hey, do you want to leave a review? And I was like, oh, fuck, yes. <laughs> yeah, um, I did want to mention that because I had posted something on um, the Calm Your Body Down Instagram page um, in regards to uh, leaving a review. Um, they really help, guys. Like, they just, they help tremendously. Um they uh, really, basically what they do, because like most things now are on an algorithm and that's essentially what happens is that they're on an algorithm. So the better reviews you get, the more noticed you are out there on Etsy and it kind of just gets a way to like boost your page basically. So um, yeah, if you guys could, if anybody's bought from me previously in the past or um, wants to in the future, like, I would greatly, 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 greatly appreciate um, you guys leaving me a rating on there. Um, Also, I did want to mention, too, that I will be coming up with an announcement um, this week of a new product that I am going to be launching. Uh, Kind of, I'll I'll post something in the story to see if, you know, kind of take a poll and see maybe what everybody thinks about it before we decide. But um, there will be a post about it tomorrow. And then if it wins over, um, it will be up for sale next week and I'll be pushing it on the Instagram page. Um, So like always, if you're new, uh, if you want to get some information about the company, you can always go to the website, calmyourbodydown.com. The Instagram page is CURBD. Um, And yeah, thanks again, guys. Uh, Just search Calm Your Body Down Etsy, uh, everything. you know, again, of course, the sale is over right now, but um, everything on there is very reasonably priced. Um, you're getting all natural, hand, homemade, handmade bath bombs for $5. And it's all done in a um, disinfected environment. So that's also another thing I want to make sure everybody knows. Face masks, gloves, 
everything in an area. So, you know, I just want to make sure everybody's aware of that too. If she makes sure to spray the COVID-19 virus on every one of them. Oh yeah. I make sure I do. I cough on each and every bath bomb. No, not at all. So yes, thank you guys. Um, I appreciate the support. Please go to the Etsy page. Bye and leave a review and thank you again. Calm your body down. Okay, guys, if you want to give us a follow on social media, we have Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. All fo- at Don't Fuck With The Original. I'm like to spell it out with an apostrophe or you will not find it. If you want to give us a follow and know when we put out new episodes every Wednesday, uh, subscribe or follow us on Podbean, Podcast Addicts, Podcast Player, CastBox, and Spotify. Did I say Spotify? Spotify Podcasts. Player, Podcast Addicts, CastBox, and Podbean. There you go. I was like, I don't remember which one I didn't say. (laughs) And if you have any questions, concerns, or just want to say hey, email us at dfwto8493 at gmail.com. Other than that, I think that's it. You guys have an amazing week. (laughs) That was awesome. (laughs) I don't know where that came from, but that was was pretty dope. Oh, I thought you were going to say. Uh, no, that's all I had. I was like, huh? Okay, okay bye! bye.